Apparently, Jody, you helped a lot of people yesterday with the concept of taking a break a couple of times during the day. You know, it's ironic More than a couple of times you're supposed to. You're supposedly supposed to take a small mental break once an hour. Yeah. And that doesn't mean for a half hour. No. <laughs> five minutes. Mean, right. Um, break from ironically, thinking about work. yesterday was probably one of the longest days that I've had in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Literally, I took no... I mean, when I tell you, I'm not exaggerating. I literally took no break. From the moment that we started hanging out and here together like we do to you know everything I went through the day and I got to the end of the day and realized Jody's right. If I if I would have t- if I of course you're I don't no know that good. I could have taken five minutes yesterday. Well, but you're, it's not healthy. You get to the end of the day and you're spent. What? Here's my question. Well, shouldn't though, Murphy? you though, know, in in part of planning, you should plan in the five minutes. Boom! And then some book somewhere. Yes, but yes. here's the deal. Think about how more productive you would have been instead of taxing your brain in the afternoon late when you were tired. If you would have given your brain mental little breaks mm. all day long, you would be better. You would be better. Look, we got a lot of response about it on our Facebook page, didn't we, David? Yeah, Lynn also doesn't take any breaks. She dispatches police. <gasps> Oh, she can't. Uh huh. Twelve-hour shifts, no breaks. Wow. If I leave my station for any reason, even to go to the bathroom, the phone and radio have to go with me. Wow, Lynn. Man. See, that's important. But see, that's I'm going to just say this: it's not good for her. It's not good for you, Lynn. For twelve hours to not be able to take a break, but it's an important job. Yeah. Well, you but can't it, miss anything. In between calls, it's one of those where you probably can do the controlled breathing thing, stand up, stretch. You know what I mean? It's those aren't like escaping necessarily for yeah. five Man, to ten minutes. What an but, amazing, crazy job to figure out. Okay, this is what's happening here. Where are you? You have to be calm. I know. And listening to what Lynn, Lynn says, it reminds me that that's the way life works. Yeah. You could sit there for 45 minutes and nothing happens. And the minute you get up to use the bathroom, that's when, <laughs> that's that's when the calls are coming in. Yeah, I always used to think that somehow the toilet seat was connected to the doorbell at our yeah. house for a long time. <laughs> Every time. It's connected to mommy. <laughs> Thank you, Lynn. And uh, oh, so true, too. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Get your first Hollywood Outsider of the morning. The new Stephen King series that's uh-huh. on Netflix. Be careful before you watch it because Why? this is one of the hardest ones that he's ever given the world for this one scene. Tell you about it next. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, guys, you know that more than almost any writer in our time, Stephen King books and Stephen King's writings and novellas and all that, they come alive again on the big screen or TV shows or whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of them, too. There's a lot of them, including like one of the biggest movies of the year, that being It. Right. Well, a long time ago, I picked up a Stephen King book called Gerald's Game. And I remember reading a few pages and I was just not interested in it and I just dropped it. I was like, oh, okay, forget that one. I never really even knew what it was about. A married couple, I knew that. Um, well, Netflix has picked up and they're, they it's debuted now on Nif- on Netflix um, a series, Gerald's Game. This is going to be good for us, Jess. Really good. That's a marriage, isn't it? Working on the difficult things. For better or worse. Let's go. Okay, is this about? is so creepy. It's a couple that goes away on this weekend retreat in mm-hmm. the middle of nowhere to this cabin. You know, you always put somebody in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to, spice, cell service. trying to spice things up. She gets in there a peculiar situation and he has a heart attack and she's stuck. She is stuck there. That's all I'm going to say to you about it. And they, and it sounds like the most claustrophobic thing. Like the whole 
scenario sounds horrible. Well, people are binging it now because when something lands on Netflix. And it's Stephen King. It's there. Well, people are binging it. And there's one scene that one woman reported passing out. So I'm doing this as a warning. If you've ever had the heebie-jeebies for Stephen King. Like, remember when misery happened, Murphy? And we, Mm. like, the, the feet... Yeah. Oh James my gosh. Gunn's laying there and all of a sudden Murphy yeah. was mm. walking around the house like limping. Yeah. Like like not well, real limping but just they, they meant limp. that to be. Wait, was Misery Stephen King also? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I read that book. You know, what? I mean, I'm going to tell you that is one of those unbelievable stories though. He understands. With that scene. Yeah. He understands how to put you into these creepy situations and twists that you cannot ever predict. So yeah. what is the scene that we're watching out for? I'm or not going to, I don't really spoiler, want to I mean, say, but it's her trying to get out of something. Okay. And it's what she does to herself. People are having a fit with it. So just know, if you love Stephen King, before you jump into this, one woman passed out watching this. See, this has had the opposite effect warning. on me. Now it makes me want to see what the scene is. Mm, you're sick. I'll, Thanks. I'm just, <laughs> you can Google it, and there's a write-up, but there's a bit of a spoiler. Okay. But um, it's still it's critically acclaimed that it's well done, that they really captured Stephen King here, but way scary. All right. I'll think about that as I'm scanning through the menu there. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, coming up next, I think Jody is obsessed with something else at home. Besides Stephen King? Well, it started out as a normal thing, but I think it's become an obsession. And Jody asked me uh, what I thought was kind of a weird question the other day. caught me off guard about (laughs) dog fostering, which, you know, is Jody's Uh, passion, Sam. As you know, we've got four dogs of our own, and we've always got a fifth. A rotator. Oh. <laughs> a foster dog. He's a foster dog. You know, we go to the shelter, and we foster, and then you find them their forever home. And and I th- I think it's, one of, it's a wonderful passion that Jody has. The other day, you were asking me if you thought that you had cried. If, if, if you thought that I thought... I <laughs> No. You asked me if I thought that you had crossed the line into sort of obsession. Yeah, because... With, well, you're doing this too last much? Last week on Friday, um, that... the foster dog we had her name was cat she mm-hmm. looked like a catahoula mix um she got adopted after being with us for less than a week which was fast and wonderful but um it was a family friend who it's she's got a great home and i'm super excited about it. i was so excited for her to get adopted the paperwork wasn't even signed i just knew it was going to happen i had time i had you know that window of opportunity i said taylor taylor was at home like you want to come with me let's go let's go get another foster dog and so i i did and as I'm driving to the shelter, I'm thinking, you're really not supposed to do this until right. the papers are signed. Like, am I going a little crazy cuckoo yeah. doing this? Let me give you an example of what happened here, Sam. She did this so fast, Jody did, that the dog that you got, the new foster, who was a male, not a female, looked exactly like Similar. this cat dog that we mm-hmm. were talking about. And so Jody sends me a picture. I'm like, that's great. Yeah, it's cute. She's awesome. He's like, no, he's a he. I'm like, this is a new one. When did, when did she become a he? And she's like, no, this is a new foster dog. I'm like, when do we get a new foster dog? And they, they looked almost identical. Yeah. And there's look, there's no reason for that because I picked them out not based on their looks, but based on their energy. I need somebody who's going to, you know, fall into line in our pack. But I could feel myself being a little like why am i obsessing about getting a new one but i just like being able to do it it's small i know it seems insignificant one dog at a time but it felt a little and i thought you had a self-imposed rule too yeah i thought a week or two i I thought she did too sam Ah. i used to give the pack a break yeah Yeah, but but it was hilarious because i literally literally when i left the house that morning there was one dog that was staying there and i come home To, it's one. a different dog. Doesn't look that different to me. And then yeah. Jody explains, no, no, this is the new one. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so then to you, it really doesn't matter. It's the same dog. 
You know what? If Jody had never said anything, oh, we'd probably right. be all right. Yeah. Well, you would have eventually noticed because he had some things the other one didn't. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. He is a he. Coming up, Sam has music news. Oh, I got your first listings to some brand new Maroon 5 music, Jody. Songs yeah. you haven't heard before. Excellent. Sam's got music news. You remember I told you that Maroon 5, Adam and the boys, announced that they are going to be coming out with a new album November the 3rd called Red Pill Blues. Yep. That's my blues. Okay, It sounded like a blues riff, Sam. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if the album is going to have blues. But what uh, Adam is now, you know, he's disclosing a little more about the album, and he said, you know, we really do want to steer away from the more poppy Good. Obviously, uh, systematic poppy songs on the album and do something new. Okay. Uh, unfor- I'm all ears. Unfortunately, the, uh, one of the first new songs that they've released from this album is with the help of a singer called Julia Michaels, and it's called Help Me Out. And he says, yeah, sorry, it's poppy. Help me out. Because I don't want to do this on my own. Help me out. Why is you know, he apologizing for being poppy if that's what works you know and why? people love? That's yeah. what works for them, though. I guess, but they're, to me, their best stuff is still their first stuff. Songs about Jane. Let's bring in some guitar again and stop being so synthesized. I don't yeah. know. You know, I love them and the, uh, I, everything's good, but I like it more guitar Did it seem like in Songs About Jane, though, that it was like each song was a different song? It did. It yeah. did not feel like an album as a whole thing. Right. Yeah. That's one of those albums you can listen to all the time. And that was their first album. Yeah. I'll never get it right again. <laughs> this was stuff that's not bad. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that, song, that album, Red Pill Blues, coming out November the 3rd. Speaking of Adam, he's been uh, named the new fragrance ambassador for Yves Saint Laurent. Okay. And their new Saint Y. Fine by me. You know, YSL. There, yeah. It's Y. So he's going to be, uh, you know, you're going to see him on more on TV and commercials. Maybe I should go smell that and yeah. check it out. Yes, you need another cologne, Murphy. Hey, this is what Adam Levine he's... wears. Ah, uh, yes, this is the Yves Saint Laurent. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, a lot of the uh, artists <laughs> from uh, Vegas this past week took time off, uh, canceled tours, yep. uh, rescheduled stuff. Brittany dove right back then, though, to her, her Vegas performances. <laughs> She, she a, recognized it, though. Right. Right? She, well, she did. But she has a performance tonight and tomorrow night at uh, her usual place. Axis. Yes. And so she said she didn't want to wait and put anything off on that. She made the statement. And I don't know if yet if tonight she's going to donate a portion of the proceeds. Because, you know, Celine went right back to work mm-hmm. and donated proceeds from that first performance to the uh, first responders and the victims. Right. So we'll have to see if Brittany has an announcement coming I up tonight. I wonder how much that is per night. She it's is significant. Be, well, you know, she's breaking records. Yeah. Her and J-Lo. So significant. We'll see. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. Right, we'd love to hear from you. Jump in anytime. 877 MSJ. Who's on the way, David? Well, Clarissa's on the phone because Murphy and Jody, you're not the only ones that have couple fights during Halloween season. She <laughs> oh, wants yeah. to share hers. We love to hear from you. 877-310-4675 to give us a call anytime. You can also text to that number. And we found out that it's this time of the year, right about this time in the weeks leading up to Halloween, couples get in Halloween-themed arguments and fights I, and, and i just didn't see it as a time of the year where people people do about what to no. wear what not to wear what are we going to do are we going to trick-or-treat or not yeah yeah what's going on clarissa i just wanted you guys to know my husband and i this is our first halloween married yeah yes and we have had the biggest argument on what we're going to do for halloween this year oh and i'm so a, sorry i am a 
sit on the porch and hand out candy to trick-or-treaters and yes. see all the cute kids come up in their costumes. Yeah. And he's like, I hate Halloween. I want to sit inside. Uh, I don't want to do anything for it. And so we still haven't even decided what we're going to do. But yeah. I'm going to make him sit outside because that's, that's the plan. Okay, I have a question for you, though. I, yeah. I mean, it's not my place at all. But why would it be so wrong for one night for y'all not to be joined at the hip? Like, why is it? Oh, it definitely doesn't have to be a fight. Oh, it I just think is. Ultimately, we're, we're both like still testing the waters in our marriage. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. But, um, but ultimately, I'm going to sit outside. If he wants to come sit with me, he can. You want him to experience it the way that you do. Right. Yeah. Because he never has. He told me, he's like, I've never sat outside. I've never done any of that. Yeah. Huh. I think he needs to try it because it's fun. <laughs> well, cool. You know what? I remember that being real for, for us. Yes. Um, in the first year of marriage, I called it a power struggle. <laughs> and we're not even to Christmas yet. <laughs> I hope he sits out with you. I hope he does because it can be fun. Yeah. Maybe he can find the fun in it. Maybe he will want to be a little uh, prankster. Yeah. You know? He would be a prankster. Right. But if he doesn't, if he decides to stay inside, don't let that take it away from you that you enjoy it is all I'm saying. Oh, no. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Clarissa. Yeah, not a problem. Thank you, guys. Thank I'm you. glad I'm not the only one who has these issues. No. <laughs> apparently, it's it's quite the holiday for the tie-up. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Clarissa. Apparently. All right. Yeah. Um, you know, it, when Jody and I were first married, though, we didn't argue over Halloween. We no. had a good time. We loved, you know, passing out before the girls were born, passing out candy and all that. And ironically, our neighbors are now Sam's neighbors, Tracy and oh, Leslie. That's right. We used to hang around the corner from me. We hang out. We would hang out together, and that was a lot of fun. So you and I didn't disagree on Halloween. We tied off on a lot of other stuff, Jody, but we're yeah. not going to have on Halloween. Power struggle year. 877 310 msj Anytime you want to join the conversation. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. So two very famous and powerful actresses in Hollywood stepping forth to their to tell their Harvey Weinstein stories. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So when a Hollywood mogul goes down, it's big. It's a big there's no other Hollywood story going around right now except Harvey Weinstein, this big movie producer for years and his abuses and um, harassments of lots of women and more women coming forward. Well, first of all, it's like everybody feels the need, I guess, because they've worked with him. Everybody feels the need in Hollywood to say, this is awful. This is deplorable. I can't stand this. He's the worst ever. And I'm sorry. And congrats to the women for standing up. Ben Affleck stepping out, uh, speaking out. Leonardo DiCaprio speaking out. You know mm-hmm. why? Because Harvey, if you are in Hollywood and successful, you have a relationship with this man. Uh, political yeah. figures, because he was a big contributor to um, the Clintons and the Obamas over the years. A lot of us as normal people don't know the behind the scenes workings of Hollywood like that. But it's He's like we, make- know, we know the Spielbergs and the big names like that. Right. Harvey is one of those people or was one of those people that... A phone make call you or break makes you. or breaks your career, it's period. It's totally true. And, and what would there's happen... There's the cliche of that person, but that's who he is. I read a was. ton of these stories yesterday, and all these a-, a lot of these actresses have very similar stories of him saying, hey, let's talk about this project I'm going to sign you on for. Come to my hotel room. Oh, and by the way, while we're talking about this, yeah. why don't you give me a massage <laughs> or something else? And now... Gwyneth Paltrow and Angelina Jolie both have come out and said, yeah, they've had they were harassed by him in the early parts of their career and were scared 
that he was going to break them. Here's the one from Gwyneth Paltrow is crazy because remember back in the day when she dated Brad Pitt? Oh, yeah. They were serious. They almost got married. He did the hotel room thing. The, hey, you want to give me a massage thing? This is when she was trying to break into the business. And she goes home and tells Brad Pitt about it. And Brad apparently confronted him. Hmm. So it's sort of a thing. And this you're is the story her, she's telling. This right is what now. she's telling now. Angelina Jolie also sort of a similar story. So everybody, you know, it's it's what's going on in Hollywood right now. So when a mogul goes down, it goes he goes down. I will say the company without Harvey Weinstein, they may be having a PR problem. They're also having financial problems because some films that were underway, Put on financial hold. people are pulling it because. He's not there right. to do his thing. Makes sense. Ugh, yuck stuff. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at 7.55. Something fun. Miley Cyrus does carpool karaoke. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So last hour, Jody gave you a fair warning. If you're going to watch Gerald's Game, the Stephen King, well, it it's was a, a book. Series. Now it's a series on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Probably one of the most disturbing Stephen King scenes yeah. ever on a screen. Even more so than the cat coming out of the cemetery? Mm-hmm. Yes, wow. yes. Just need to be prepared for it. In case you missed anything this morning, you can always, of course, uh, check it out on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast and subscribe for free. Here's something else that Jody thought was disturbing. I think it's hilarious and cool. <laughs> what, uh, Our friend Jenny shared a, a photo with us. There was something that happened at one of these catwalk shows where the models you know sam are you familiar huh. with that where okay. they walk You're, down and a model on a catwalk it wasn't actual cats walking up and down you know, it's a model on a catwalk right. she's dressed up doing her thing you look at her from head to toe and on her feet were platform crocs oh uh, did you know that crocs. those existed there's a spanish uh whatever see. shoe company that has decided to take regular huh. crocs mm. and add about eight centimeters to the bottom of and make to make them platform uh-huh. shoes so now you can have a real fashion statement. I can't imagine, though, trying to walk on that much foam that's, that's that Wait, high. Wait, don't you remember when Crocs were new? The only ones I ever tried and to put on my feet, they had a little heel on them. But I still was like, I can't. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, I had them for like one week. Know, one it, week. It's funny. It looks like they've got <laughs> two, like two soles is what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, it looks like they glued one onto the regular one. But uh, anyway, I don't know if these are like readily available. You know, I probably won't see them everywhere, but, you know, because Jody has sort of a Crocs thing, and I love I them. I just don't. I just don't. I get it, though. I mean, a lot of people. Here, here's what I like it, but, but By the way, it does prove that they've, they're making a resurgence. Yes, so I know. Come I back know. I know. Years. How many months is he been pushing us on us? He wants He wants. Well, they're Crocs. coming back, I'm telling you. <laughs> Our pediatrician was wearing really nice Crocs years ago. I remember when I was like. Are those Crocs that yeah. lace up? And he was like, yeah. Love those with the little leather. I mean, and of course, I bought a pair right after that. Those yeah. were work Crocs, basically. You know, you could be in comfort all day long. Copy ones. So I'm guessing the platform Crocs that are out for you, Jody, along with any other. Crocs. Yeah, but that's Never. fashion, though. That's not like losing. No, your... they're not. They're Crocs. You can get little charms that come with them, apparently. That's you know, okay. I'm not so cute. eight years old you anymore. You still haven't found your missing Crocs from the beach, have you? No. No, no. I haven't. No. The only thing I think. I know of... who my money's on. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, platform Crocs, wouldn't there be a little bit of danger, though? All you, They just scuff once, and you're tripping, and you're going face forward, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You have to be careful, especially <laughs> on escalators. Not a joke. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Hey guys, I need your help on the way uh, to What's find out that, if I'm Sam? weird because I'm sleeping with something else at night besides a pillow. Oh, okay, Sam. Coming up next, though, we want to know, do you take breaks at work? And if so, how often? We found out this week it's about once an hour that mm-hmm. you're supposed to for your brain. Yeah. Uh, that is next. Your email answered in our producer's mailback. Be sure to like us on Facebook. You'll always know when we go Facebook Live. You can follow us on Instagram. 
I guess we're just kind of all over the place. Um, but we love to be able to keep up with you throughout the day. So when you get a moment to do that, do it. It's time for the producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? Well, we're talking about breaks at work and how they're necessary. Jody, what'd you say every 52 minutes or so? Well, look, science says every 52 minutes, stop focusing on whatever you're working on and do something else that's not about that. Take a walk, have a conversation that's social. Uh, get a cup of coffee, get fresh air, whatever. But, Check Facebook. But break. T- I don't. I don't. I See, I think no, that could be stressful. Yeah. I think one is get away from screens. Yeah. So no. But I think break, you have to change your physical presence. Presence. You yes. do break your mind. Yeah, I, what you're focusing on. And I suppose you have to do that within the confines of what your company policies are. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's well, sort of walk like, to the bathroom and come it, back. Yeah, exactly. If it's just if a breathing for a second or and something say, like they that. They say daydream a, even. Yeah. I mean, if you work on the International Space Station, where are you going to go? Got it. Got it. Well, you've got an incredible view, so maybe you don't have to go anywhere, Uh, right? True. All right, what do we have in the mailbag, David? Well, Brianne wrote into the producer's mailbag. She is a teacher and asked, does the five-minute break in between classes, Mm. which we have to stand in the hall and monitor behavior, count? No, I guess not. There are a lot of teachers who don't get a break all day. But I also remember when I was a kid, when we switched classes, that's a break for us from a subject to a subject, mm-hmm. and even if we're talking. And I remember the teachers standing out in the hall talking to one another. Mm-hmm. I remember oh. an English teacher who was always late to class because she was always talking to one of the coaches. Oh. Look, well, I mean, I'm not saying anything was bad. I'm just saying I remember. Tell us more, please. I remember it, <laughs> Brianne. Look, I think anything that breaks concentration is probably a good yeah. thing. A good thing. Right? If you're in the hall, you're taking a breath. That's, yeah, yeah. Like maybe we should all get a bell ringer. The bell rings and we get to swap tasks. That's yeah, a good idea. I and mean, even like what I said, physically, she's getting out of the class, out of her behind her desk, yeah. and go and stand in the hallway. Yeah. Not, I don't think that means talking you, to the coach. You go, you know, light a candle and do yoga. I think yeah. it means you change your. Oh, so, coach, what's up today? Yeah, <laughs> Melissa says just ask any nonprofit employee or social worker. We are basically expected to be available to the employer twenty four seven. It's a round the clock job. Yeah, so yeah. many up. That's the truth. Tr- make I mean, your own breaks happen. So being on call probably means the way you really value that time. Something you can do in bite-sized pieces you know what i mean mm-hmm. and again i know, I, know it's, it's easy for, for me brain. to keep saying the breathing thing but even that that's one of the i've read that a million times over and over even if you can't leave your desk the breath is and, enough of and a changing break. what's so, in your mind yeah what you let in um thank you send us anything anytime we love getting comments from you on facebook instagram or at murphy sam and jody.com coming up next with murphy sam and jody you guys, I need your help coming up next to find out if I'm weird for something I'm sleeping with that night. Besides a pillow. All right, Sam. Okay, Sam, what is this about you needing to know if you're normal about something you are sleeping with? Yeah, you, I've had some issues lately falling asleep, you know, and, and we had the suggestion of using the Alexa Ocean Sound app. Are oh, you still right. using that? By the way, I've used that every night since I got that one. Uh, and that works just awesome. And if you wake up in the middle of the night and it, it stopped playing, you just say, hey, I like the ocean sound. And it starts picks up again. And nice. I'm back out. It's like being at the beach. It is. Yeah. And um, I've also, this is the weird part. Um, I'm sleeping with uh, one of Maddie, my daughter's stuffed toys. What? What? Yeah. Because it yeah. just, it feels nice it feels nice it feels comforting it's and i don't know that it's a sense of gee i miss maddie it just feels good when you roll back in bed after you use the bathroom and it's just like what is it "Ah." well let's be honest it's something called a pashinicorn oh what (laughs) 
there, there's there's this line of toys called Pashinas, and they like I have a unicorn, so it's a Pashina corn. Well, I think I've seen them. I Pashina think I know. chip has a little potato chips, and there's a Pashina pepperoni. I'm aware of them, yes. So, and that's the one she likes, and I'm like just and, and it's like the size of a little soft football, and you can it's like look, a little pillow. Yeah, and, you know, this reminds me of Joey in the Friends. episode of Friends. You know, because he loves Hugsy. He has Hugsy the penguin. No. Ah. Hugsy, his penguin bedtime pal. Something like uh. that. Uh, mate, yeah. what's Hugsy doing in the crib with Emma? <laughs> oh, well, she was just crawling around and she found him, so I just let her sleep with him. That's all right, isn't it? Of course, anyone oh, let on. Of course. Yeah, it's a stuffed animal. You know, it's for kids, not for adults. <laughs> Rachel, let's be clear on this, okay? I do not love Hugsy. I like him a normal amount. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm trying to figure out. It's because it's, 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 no. it's like when Maddie comes back up, I'm going to have to give her Pashina corn back. What, so how did, this, why, it, why did this wind up being a I just, thing? When I came back from bringing Maddie home one time, I just wound up throwing some of her stuff in my bed. Yeah. Just like, oh, and then I got to go put this away. I and don't then, think there's anything wrong with it. You know why? Why? Murphy sleeps with those little pillows that I have on the bed. I have little pretty pillows, throw pillows. Yeah, and yeah, but I, it's not a Pashina corn. When we're crawling into bed, he's like, "Where's my little pillows?" Doesn't it just feel good though to to snuggle? To, just to grab something and hold on to it. I think so. Yeah, I, I like it. I mean, mine doesn't have eyes, ears, or a little furry. Yours is a comfort it's a object. Pillow. Yours huh? is a comfort object, though, right? You're always looking for your little pillows. Yeah. It's the I same am. thing. Yours is just cuter, Sam. Thank you. <laughs> At least you admit to it, Sam. Yeah. yeah. Big man there. It helps hey, me sleep. Let us know if you sleep with a comfort object, right? <laughs> we want to know. 877-310-4MSJ. Guys, I forgot to tell you about this. I ran into a friend of ours who we've known forever. We don't see him very often. I'm not going to... That we all know? Yeah, that we all know. I'm not going to say his name, though, because this is... Can we guess? No. Are about to say something embarrassing? No, this is cool, and this is really... This is hopeful for anyone. Um, Okay, he's a widower, okay? Okay. And... Don't start racking your brain, Sam. I'm telling you this for a reason. Yeah, it makes me wonder, too. Well, but anyway, go ahead. It doesn't matter who he okay. is. He's just generic, okay? A generic person. That who's doesn't a say widower, a lot about him. Who's a widower, but he started dating again recently, and he told me, and I thought this was so fantastic and eye-opening, he said that once he decided it was time to start dating again, which was a couple of years after he lost his wife, he told me. And by the way, which I know who you're talking about now. We're talking about somebody who's younger. By the way, this is not like oh, okay. you know, it's not a senior citizen that we're talking about. No, starting to, right, right. But you, I mean, he's starting to. He decided to start dating again, and he wrote down things that he was looking for in a person, like non-negotiables. These right. are the things that are important to me. Guess how many he came up with? How many? Take a wild guess, Sam. Five. Like, how many would you come up with? Uh, probably a good dozen or so. Okay, a dozen. That's a lot. Murphy, how many would you need if you were looking for someone? Well, I mean, I can only, honestly, can there's only one at the moment I could think of, which would be, what? what are you looking at me? <laughs> one? Yeah. Well, and it's a big one. It would have to do with the kids. I mean, you know what I mean? Oh, My daughters will always come right first, answer. you know? Right. Oh, it's the right answer. <laughs> there's only one. <laughs> like there's only one requirement. Who are you dating? If you can handle this one, 
He came up with 17 things that he was looking for in a person. Uh Now, I did not ask him what 17 things, but I know him well. It's like a personal constitution. Right. So I didn't ask what, but I mean, I can imagine some things like a healthy person. You know, I know that he is a spiritual person, so I know that's probably important to him. Yeah. You know, and I do believe- As opposed to Sam's like, must chew with mouth closed. (laughs) (laughs) Must be hot. Well, I do have more than one. (laughs) Yeah. One. Mr. I'll take anybody no it'll do we just have one thing <laughs> anyway i just thought that was a good idea for anybody who is about to embark on dating or if you're you know changing something in your life make yourself a list of what you're actually looking uh, for so you understand and when, once you, especially once you've raised kids and all you have a much better idea of who you, who are, you are and what you want yes. yeah you're right jody by the way he so is I need dating. To, apparently i would need to expand the list here i would hope you would beyond one number two c1 so we just learned that when Sam is looking for someone in your single life, you have about five, maybe ten things that are requirements I need that to, you're looking for. I need to sit down and put these on paper because I've never actually been asked or told to sit down and put all your put your rules down. Not your rules. What is it? What is the right word for what we're saying? It's not but rules. But the thing is, well, what you're looking for, non-negotiables. Like this is what you yeah. want in a person. I mean, I, and I think that's good but, to do. But at what but, at what point do you actually have that conversation? Or maybe it's not. It's that's just going to filter for in. You. That's but I mean, you're not going to sit down and go, "Okay, wait a second. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're not saying you share that list. I don't. I'm think sorry. So. You're violating number eight. I think it's a fun list to share. Maybe once you get with somebody <laughs> and be like, "By the way, I don't even know what's on the list. How can I violate it?" <laughs> and we found out that Murphy has one. Yeah. If if we weren't together, <laughs> the thing is, though, I mean, making up that list, I guess, because in my head, I'm just thinking there's a lot of philosophical things that I have to put on that list. What do you mean? You know, it's, it's not a just, good idea it's to not be just simple yourself. stuff like I, I, I'm not attracted to a woman who smokes. Sure. And you know, you're not me, alone that, in that. But that's a, like, one of those okay kind of things as opposed to philosophically, well, but know, that is religiously, politically, f- but, fundamentals, you but, know. Okay, but, but if it, it's still a non-negotiable for right. you, right? But why would you even need to write that one down, Jody? You you just do. That's why you can you can have a really long list. It helps you figure out what, what you're looking for. The is list that is that just a gimme to the you. The list is for you. It's not to give to somebody and go, hey, check off what you got. Oh well, yeah, and what happens if they find your list? You know, I'm just saying. Oh, well, oh my gosh, I'm a carrot cruncher. Sam doesn't like that. <laughs> How am I still around? <laughs> I'm just saying. I would expect your list once you get going, Sam, to be long there because some, you're picky. I know, but there are picky, and so that's the thing. I guess I'm trying to get to. There are picky nuances that it's like. Grow up and deal with, with that. Yes, good. Like a carrot eater. Yeah. You mean you? You yes. mean you need to grow up. I mean, up yeah, I don't like people that eat with their mouth closed and they're munching on carrots. But that's you mean a picky, mouth open. Yeah, oh, I didn't realize yeah, that, that. I just made that up. But that is a picky a nuance thing. that I got to, I don't have to get over it. It's just, okay, is this a deal breaker? <laughs> it's not a deal breaker. Yeah. Eat your carrots. All Very you want. So, so, I, mean, I guess I understand now. And because Jody, since you and I are married, obviously I would not be thinking this way. So. <laughs> yeah, let's not the make reason, this for each other now. It, that could get ugly. Uh, this doesn't pertain to you, Jody. If you've been in a relationship or relationships like Sam, you know, it, then at some point you need to stop and say, wait, what is it that I'm really looking for? Yeah. And then go back. That makes sense. Okay. So you Be honest with yourself. You still got one on the list, Murphy. <laughs> the kids. You want to add the carrots at least? <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Miley Cyrus hops in with James Gordon for Carpool Karaoke. Mm-hmm. We have some of that for you. Also, somebody very special was on This Is Us last night. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So let's take you to something fun in Hollywood instead of all the Harvey mm. scandal. And uh, 
Miley Cyrus hopped in the car last night with James Corden for Carpool Karaoke. Every once in a while, you need to hear her voice like this, just kind of sitting there. Such a great voice. And then she does something like this, and you remember all the stuff that all the songs. You right. think of one or two songs. This girl has cranked out a lot of songs since our Hannah Montana day mm-hmm. days. Uh, And of course, they do all the songs, and they laugh, and they joke, and they giggle, and they talk between songs. So James really knows what to ask. It's a party in the USA. What's the biggest change in your life been from where you were, VMAs, let's say, and where you are today? What have you changed in your life? I think realizing, which it's funny you bring up the VMAs, I think the first VMAs, the 2013 working Robin Thicke VMAs led me to being the like activist that I am now because I realized if that many people were gonna talk about something that I did or something Mm -hmm. that I do then I should make it a good thing her voice is just amazing I know and when she sings it's very unique her voice is unique yeah so that's one cool thing about it. If you're a big Miley fan, go catch that one, that episode of Carpool Karaoke. It debuted last night. And speaking of stuff that debuted last night, Sam, I know you watch This Is Us. I'm not going to give away anything at all because you know I don't watch this show. I don't know anything about what you're crying about. I, mean, I don't watch I, it on Tuesday night. I watch. I catch it on delay Wednesday. It. Yeah. I got you. Okay, well, just FYI, one of my favorites is making his appearance this week on this show. Don't forget, Sylvester Stallone oh, yeah. is in this season, and he makes his and he's playing himself. He's on the set with Kevin. Yeah, that he, means nothing to me. He plays but, kind of a father figure. Yeah, and you know what this does for Stil- Sylvester Stallone? It gives him a shot at an Emmy. He's won a Golden Globe. He's won an Oscar for Rocky, and now okay. he's made a. I'm just for me. I'm just excited about that for Sly. So, just for you, look out for my boy Sly on This Is Us this week, since you haven't caught it yet. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 8.30, two very famous and uh, successful Hollywood actresses come out with their stories about Harvey Weinstein. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. And if you want to see what uh, platform Crocs look like. Uh, (laughs) Murphy's got a pair and he's modeling those. (laughs) We've got them for you uh, on our Facebook page. It's just really funny to me that, you know, Jody thought Crocs were on the way out. And look, you know, the moment that you think that's the case, there's a new fashion statement coming out. If it's new and you can eat it, Sam's found it. He's the food dude. Uh, Recently, Oreos has just gotten carried away with all these new flavors they've been laying on us. Agreed. Pumpkin spice, the red velvet, which, by the way, is a good one. You just can't take too many. Apple pie and cookie butter and all that. Well, now Did they make red velvet permanent? It used to be Valentine's only, and it's permanent now. Yeah, it's permanent now. Everybody liked it so much last Valentine's 2016 that it became permanent. And every now and then, I will treat myself to a bag. Nice, Sam. (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) But it's just they are too sweet. They're like the birthday cake ones. You you just can't do too many of those at one time. Well, that's good because you're supposed to regulate anyway. (laughs) That's why the original is the offset, right? Yes, that's right. Dark chocolate and... So good. mm, They now have a new flavor called mystery flavor. Oh, stop it. Don't you think this is like when you put out the Greatest Hits album, like you're just wrapping it up? I don't know what else to do. Put out the mystery So what, are you supposed to eat it and guess? Yeah. 
And then what, send it in? No, I just think you it's your personal knowledge that yeah. you guess what the flavor is. Okay, so, you know, with Dum Dums, for example, the mystery flavor is just one of their random flavors in a different yeah. wrapper, and you have to guess what their regular flavor is. Right. Is, is that what Nabisco's doing with Oreos? No, no. because they've sent it, it out to like. all the food bloggers, you know, so food bloggers get it ahead of time, they talk about it, and now we're all interested. And they said when you open up the pack, it just smells like Fruit Loops. Guess what? It, oh, that's the, it the looks flavor like a re- is probably sugar. Yeah, it looks like the regular Oreos, you know, the black chocolate yeah. and the cream in the side, but it, sm- it smells and tastes like a Fruit Loop. Well, that's probably better than avocado, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. So you, you don't work for Nabisco. I'm about to say. Hey, Thanks kids, for... try new avocado Oreos. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not going to take off. They're over there by the cauliflower ones. <laughs> and uh, the folks at French's who have given us those uh, crispy onions that we put yep. on top of the... Love uh, the I put them on bean, salads. Green bean casserole every year at, yeah. Hall- at uh, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, they last year, I think it is, they announced the uh, jalapeno crisps. You know, it's mm. a little crisp that tastes like jalapenos. Love. Now they've got them called dill pickle crunchy toppers. Mm, that's too much. And they're they're just like the shape of pickles. They haven't chopped them up, so it looks like you're having crunchy pickles on top of your, uh, really? on, on top of your stuff. Yeah. Murphy that's would what, be willing to try that. Yeah, I'm always willing to try that. Mm-hmm. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. We want to hear about your... Halloween arguments because apparently in these weeks leading up to the holiday, a lot of couples get into it about what to wear, what not to do. So 877-310-4MSJ. Clarissa, you're next. We love to hear from you. 877-310-4675 to give us a call anytime. You can also text to that number. And we found out that it's this time of the year, right about this time in the weeks leading up to Halloween, couples get in Halloween-themed arguments and fights. I, and, and I just didn't see it as a time of the year where people, people do. About what to no. wear, what not to wear, what are we going to do, are we going to trick-or-treat or not? Yeah. Yeah. What's going on, Clarissa? I just wanted you guys to know, my husband and I, this is our first Halloween married. Yeah. Yes. And we have had the biggest argument on what we're going to do for Halloween this year. Oh, and I'm so sorry. A, I am a sit on the porch and hand out candy to trick-or-treaters and yes. see all the cute kids come up in their costumes. Yeah. And he's like, I hate Halloween. I want to sit inside. Uh, I don't want to do anything for it. And so we still haven't even decided what we're going to do. But yeah. I'm going to make him sit outside because that's, that's the plan. Okay, I have a question for you, though. I, yeah. I mean, it's not my place at all, but why would it be so wrong for one night for y'all not to be joined at the hip? Like, why is it? Oh, it definitely doesn't have to be a fight. Oh, it I just think is. Ultimately, we're, we're both like still testing the waters in our marriage. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. But, um, but ultimately, I'm going to sit outside. If he wants to come sit with me, he can. You want him to experience it the way that you do. Right. Yeah. Because he never has. He told me, he's like, I've never sat outside. I've never done any of that. Yeah. I think he needs to try it because it's fun. (laughs) Well, cool. You know what? I remember that being real for for us Um, in the first year of marriage. I called it a power struggle. (laughs) And we're not even to Christmas yet. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he sits out with you. I hope he does because it can be fun. Maybe he can find the fun in it. Maybe he will want to be a little uh, prankster. Yeah. You know? He would be a prankster. Right. But if he doesn't, if he decides to stay inside, don't let that take it away from you that you enjoy it, is all I'm saying. Oh, no. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Clarissa. Yeah, not a problem. Thank you, guys. Thank I'm you. glad I'm not the only one who has these issues. No. <laughs> Apparently, it's it's quite the holiday for the tie-up. Yeah. <laughs>
Thanks, Clarissa. Apparently. Yeah. Um, you know, it, when Jody and I were first married, though, we didn't argue over Halloween. We no. had a good time. We loved, you know, passing out before the girls were born, passing out candy and all that. And ironically, our neighbors are now Sam's neighbors. Tracy and oh, Leslie. That's right. We used to go yeah. around the corner from me. We hang out. We would hang out together, and that was a lot of fun. So you and I didn't disagree on Halloween. We tied up on a lot of other stuff, Jody, but we're yeah. not tied up on Halloween. Power struggle here. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Anytime you want to join the conversation. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Speaking of Halloween, find out who's cutting it really close at our house this year and mm-hmm. making Mama nervous. Hey, guess what? It's almost what, m- middle of October now, and our Phoebe is cutting it close for her costume. So Phoebe is our Halloween queen. She loves the holiday. She usually starts planning her outfit, her well, costume, at end of summer. Isn't she a mind changer, too? Oh, yeah. That's Sometimes. Okay. That's okay. She's picky about the way that it looks. And look, she's more about the costume now. The older she gets at 12, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying she's less about the candy yet, but... You know, she's close. She's more about the costume. Absolutely, always. Like, in the, in the middle of November, late November, I'll find a huge bag of leftover candy still in her room. It's like, oh, yeah. time to get this out of here. Um, she is it's so funny because she wants to wait till this weekend to check out a couple of sales that she knows about, like costume sales and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So we have no idea. And that's making me a little nervous because knowing her, it could be there could be some elaborateness needed, you know, <laughs> some arts and crafts elaborateness needed depending on what she depend you know d- decides on yeah so we'll see producer david helped me last year with the kermit the frog costume which mm-hmm, she that rocked fun. that was cute man and that was pretty easy all i had to do was cut out some green felt the rest of it was like a green bodysuit. so cute do you miss it though having the hands on i don't i have it's done nice the hands that on she's for that so age long. that she can put stuff together but she's crafty yeah actually i'm sorry to say that no i like helping her but now that she can do it it, it's a relief to me because I'm not that crafty mm-hmm. but, uh, you that know what? she wanted. We'll go way back to when Taylor was two. Yes. Oh. And you put her, you made that Elvis costume for her, yeah. which I thought was great, by the way. I mean, it, you were pretty crafty. It was yeah. clear that she was Elvis. Now, she didn't like that at the time at all. She hated the collar because the collar nothing. was itchy because I made the collar very big. Well, that's mm-hmm. how Elvis had it. And that was an awesome costume, by the way. It was. I think I still have that hanging in a closet somewhere. Will you have any of the kids for Halloween this year, Sam? Uh, it's a weeknight, middle of the week, so no. So you won't. No. So you get to be scary Sam passing out candy. Yeah. Well, there's an argument amongst myself whether I should stay in or sit on the patio. Patio. Okay. Who's going to win the argument? Ah, uh, the patio one will probably win. <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Yeah, Angelina Jolie and Gwyneth Paltrow have something in common other than Brad Pitt, and that's a Harvey Weinstein story. Mm. That's next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Such a scandal in Hollywood thanks to Harvey Weinstein being fired from his own company on Sunday. This big movie mogul, the guy who could make or break you, and all these women telling their stories, including the big ones now. Gwyneth Paltrow and Angelina Jolie saying they were early on in their careers absolutely harassed by him. Gwyneth Paltrow telling a story now about him saying, hey, come to my hotel room to talk about this role I'm going to give you, asking for a massage. She gets out of there, goes home and tells her then-boyfriend, Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt apparently talked to Harvey about, hey, He had to go lay down the hammer? it's my girl here. Back off, Angelina Jolie. These are Jolie. all the allegations at this point. These are obviously. the stories. Everybody yeah. in Hollywood who's ever been photographed with him, which is almost everybody who's ever won an Academy Award, you know, is saying, "Whoa, we didn't know this. We don't like this." You know, shout out to the ladies who are yeah. telling their stories now. The Weinstein Company will be its name will be changed, and Harvey Weinstein's wife is leaving him. 
Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. You know, Molly Cyrus showed up on the red carpet this week with her fiancé, Liam Hemsworth, Liam. To, support, to support his brother, I guess her future brother-in-law. Man, that's a family. Um, you mean the one for that Thor. she's uh, spying Thor. on, supposedly? Yeah, supposedly. So Miley Cyrus also hopped in the car with James Corden this week for Carpool Karaoke. And if you're a Miley fan, you definitely need to see it because she really belts it out. You can hardly hear James with all the singing. And they talk, of course. It's a party in the USA. What's the biggest change in your life been from where you were, VMAs, let's say, and where you are today? What have you changed in your life? I think realizing, which it's funny you bring up the VMAs, I think the first VMAs, the 2013 twerking Robin Thicke VMAs, led yeah. me to being the like activist that I am now because I realized if that many people were going to talk about something that I did or something mm-hmm. that I do, then I should make it a good thing. Wow. Listen to her voice. I know. Her voice is very special. That's, That's why the singing parts are fabulous, and they do all of her songs. Mm-hmm. We like to party. It's a fun one. No surprises, but just every song you want to hear them do. The newest Malibu, too. So check it out. You always watch that late the next day. This debuted last night during his show. Coming up next, your email answered in our producer's mailbag, and we'd love to hear from you anytime on Facebook and Instagram. We love to hear from you. You can uh, join the conversation anytime, 877-310-4MSJ, or get us um, in uh, online. <laughs> it's time for the producer's mailbag. In, 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 in online. In the and get us in the computer. <laughs> David, what's in your bag? All righty. Well, Jody, we have a question about one of your slow cooker recipes. Excellent. You didn't do anything wrong. Your directions are correct. Thank you. <laughs> Someone good. has a question about replacing one of the ingredients. Okay. And it's from Tammy. She says, hi, Jody. Hi, Tammy. On your slow cooker lasagna, mm. I'm going to use ground turkey and plain sauce. So should I pre-cook my turkey? Of course. Always pre-cook any ground meat. Brown it first, drain it, and then put it into your slow cooker in layers, or with do it in the sauce first, and then layer it. Yeah, always do that. Other meat goes straight into the slow cooker. Yeah, but when you're but doing not, lasagna and stuff like that, you definitely have to different. have it. It's all prepped, right? Yeah. Wait, I've made this before, and it was good. So I, I don't, I didn't. I thought I cooked the meat ahead of time. I didn't. You did. That's what I just yeah, said. Yeah, you have oh, to cook the okay. meat ahead of time. Like you can put a roast in the in the slow cooker raw. You right. can put right. ribs in the slow cooker. It's not but ground. something about ground meat, you gotcha. have to brown it first. Gotcha. Then season it or put sauce in it, and then put. Well, it in and then when you say brown, really, you're fully cooking it before you do it in the lasagna. Yes. Right. So there you go, Tammy. I'm uh, glad you asked because that would be. A yeah. tragedy. Yeah, by the way, ask Jody about her nine-hour short ribs recipe. <laughs> oh, stop. Stop. Um, by the way, all of our slow cooker recipes are online for you anytime. MurphySamAndJody.com. Doing our part to help you get through your work day. And when you get a chance later today, come join us after the show. What we mean by that is on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast, there's a new episode every day. And uh, you can subscribe for free. And would you look at who walked in the room? Yeah, we have a very special guest. Someone from our past. Producer Emily. So let's visit with her after the show.